fellow friends and followers. I know we uh, promised a super cool nifty uh, intro uh, last week. Uh, we're, we're still working on it. It's it's going to be. <laughs> I don't be think we, we haven't <laughs> promised it yet. Like, <laughs> confirmed. But yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Um, you'll notice Jordan's not here tonight. Uh, he will be soon. Uh, I think he's going to pop on just a little bit here. Uh, so we're just going to run through a little intro. Uh, tonight, we're going over uh, hard seltzers, um, which have. Uh, really sort of been a thing uh, in recent years since well, I think like 2016, but really just sort of started to blow up last year. Um, so we're going to kind of go over a little bit of uh, how to make them on like a homebrew scale. Um, what advantages that we have like as homebrewers in baking seltzers that you probably won't be able to do uh, or find in the store. Um, okay. Recipes, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, I am going to be the sort of hypothetical uh, I don't know, talking mouth in this episode. I've never actually made a hard seltzer. Uh, Jason and Jordan have. So uh, I have all this hypothetical knowledge that has never been put to the test. So uh, I'll listen to how you guys, you know, make ciders and and I can chime in with some bullshit, I guess. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, it's what you do best. Yeah. Chime in with bullshit. I'm good with that. What you, what's everybody out there drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? So I have... Uh, a, a large selection of seltzers that I went and picked up and, and uh, I'm going to turn down my blur here a little bit. So I got some Michigan, I got some shorts, soft parade seltzer and some Atwater uh, seltzer, spike seltzer. Um, I've got breakwater, mm, which is also from Michigan. Uh, Clear coast, which is, I, it's a parent company. I don't know if it's Michigan because they're kind of all over the place. Odd sides for sure. Uh, Michigan Fuzzy Naval. And then I got a couple of these sibling rivalries, which I think these guys are Ohio. I could be wrong. Do you I know? don't know. Yeah. Let me Maybe see what the can order. says. But uh, yeah, actually it says right here, Ohio Craft Beer. So uh, a couple sibling rivalry. I'll bring this in later. But yeah, I just went to Megabev and just... Your, your Mega Bev is better than my Mega Bev. I need to go out to that one more often. I, I ended up picking some of the same stuff. Like uh, I got that Breakwater too, the Black Cherry. I think they had like a peach and some other flavors. I actually got one more. Hang on. I just remembered. <laughs> uh, this one scares the shit out of me. I got a breakfast seltzer with. Oh, uh, we let's saw that it. too. Yeah, we don't, you want to you want to start with that one? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we can do that. Shannon might want some. I might have to call her in at some point. But yeah, I got that. I uh, I went, you know, with the 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 OG, not the OG, but you know, the 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 big dogs. You know, I got a got a white claw. I wanted to I mean, get I wanted to get some that was sort of fortified too, so I could sort of have like a a little bit of a not fortified, but um like the vodka mixed the vodka you know, mix yeah. instead yep, of like yep. a brood uh so i think i i, I got cores so i <laughs> oh, i know which, i, I, I have know, today cores used to make zima right yeah i was well i was just gonna go there um no. <laughs> uh but no i i've got i've got truly in white claw in the basement or downstairs so i'm sure i'm sure this uh rise and shine breakfast anytime seltzer though was brewed in detroit okay yeah, brewed and packaged in Detroit by Great America Beverage. Uh, huge coffee nose, crazy coffee, but crystal clear. 
Oh, I gotta, I gotta finish my IPA so I can drink this, you know, proper out of a glass. Oh man, that does smell like coffee. Big coffee nose. Yeah, like that, creamy. That, it's, it's actually for what it looks like. It's very unsettling. We got wow. Drew in the chat drinking Bud Light lime. Oh lemon man, lime. soft. I just saw a picture of Drew with a giant Coors seltzer too. Um, but. Was that wasn't that a giant Coors Seltzer? Oh yeah, the uh, Trubato. No, that's the Jacob was talking about. This is the uh, the crazy, super heavily fruited oh, I was about hard that. seltzer. I think it's like even a whole separate brand from them, or or something. I'm not sure, but yeah. But I was gonna I was gonna pop in here real quick. Let me let me do this. It, it, you know, so hard, hard seltzer as we know it was uh, actually started uh, by Spike Seltzer in 2013. But in reality, uh, and this is true, uh, Zima, Zima was seltzer. Uh, it, 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 it was exactly the, the seltzer that we know and love today, and it was in 1993. So yeah, Coors was, were really the first ones ahead of their time, um, breaking out the, the, the Zima seltzers uh, when we were all probably either still in, in, uh, <laughs> in, in, in diapers or, or whatever. They brought it back uh, recently. Well, I don't. I don't know if it's still for sale, but it was either last year or the year before. Yeah, I know it was uh, early. It was. It was back for a couple of years. Uh, oddly enough, you can still get it in Japan, where I think you can get everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, man, this coffee one is crazy, but it's it's actually really good. If you like coffee, go check this out. Uh, Breakfast seltzer. The one thing it is, it is crystal clear, but um, and this is one thing we'll probably talk about too at some point in the episode. And you probably can't see it on stream, but it's a little yellow. Well, it's funny is is in in my eyes, I can it looks clear, but on camera, it does look like it's got a yellow tint to it. It's it might be well, and maybe that's my my lighting too. I have a uh, you know that soft white light going on in the office here. So right on. So yeah, seltzers super, you know big fad of the year. I mean, in, in 2019, the, the, the numbers I was reading is they were, um, it was increasing, the market share on seltzers was increasing by uh, 200% every month throughout 2019. Just, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and then it wasn't hard to go to the store and find uh, eight different craft seltzers, uh, you know, just here at a local Megabep. I mean, shit is all over the place now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Call out to, I've got my new Five Shores. My son just brought me a, back this. Uh, his friend is a brewer at Five Shores up in Bensie County, I believe in Beulah. I was just going to oh. ask where that is. Okay. Yeah. It's a cool glass. So, you've never brewed a seltzer. But I'm sure you know all about them. I, I don't know. You tell me, man. We'll, we'll figure it out here. Uh, so, so I don't know what, what is a seltzer just in its most, uh, its most basic form, right? It's basically, uh, alcohol, water and, uh, CO2. Yeah. You know, yeah. With, with little flavoring. Um, it was, uh, it was started, like I said, in, in 2013, the resurgence came back because everybody was drinking LaCroix and, uh, and club sodas, flavor cup sodas were a big thing. So that's probably why I haven't like ever made one. Um, it's because I never got super hard in like carbonated water or like LaCroix or anything like that. Like I, um, 
I've always just kind of dug my water straight out of the faucet without bubbles. But <laughs> the water, I don't know, water with bubbles to me is like, it's more drying. Like, I just don't I feel agree. like I had any water to, to begin with. Not that I don't like enjoy it. Like, I like carbonation. I like bubbly things. I like the, I don't know, the, like acidic feeling. I really expected you to say you prefer your water with barley and hops. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it is. There is a big craze on that in the uh, in the early 2010s. Um, and uh, Spike Seltzer, a guy named Nick, put it together basically just through sugar and water and uh, carbonated it um, and 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 made the craze and they're still around. I think they've changed their name. I think they're called something like uh, uh Bon Viv or something like that. But um still going strong. Uh but yeah, basically in in a nutshell, seltzer is water, sugar, yeast, uh and uh flavoring. Um on the commercial level at least usually. Yeah. On the commercial level. So seltzer, yeah, uh for the most part on the commercial level is actually still considered a beer. Um, it's taxed like a beer. Um, beer, I think, according to, to uh, like some of the, the bylaws of like the like TTB or, or something, um, it doesn't require. And, and I'm, I, I was looking this up earlier because I was wondering how like this taxation worked. Um, so uh, beer is not required to be fermented uh, from malted barley. Um, it can be brewed or produced from malt or any substitute, therefore. And uh, it sounds like uh, glucose and I believe like sucrose too are considered malt alternatives, um, which actually falls under uh, that guideline. And then uh, the IRC does not require the use of hops in the production of beer. It's just not a rule. You don't have to have hops in right. beer in the U.S. This is in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the definition of beer um, around here in the U.S. at least is that the product must contain at least one half percent or more of alcohol, which yeah. pretty much all these do. So, yeah, uh, in, instead of being considered like a malt beverage, uh, which has I think it might have maybe even stricter guidelines, which is why a lot of these are, are produced and uh, taxed as beers um, is they're just kind of fermented out like yep. like a beer is. Actually, I was um, curious to see if some of them, because they do, do use different sugars. All of them are using different sugars, whatever they have on hand. And I was curious to see if anybody had, if anybody had put malt beverage. Drew, look at that uh, Bud Light can and see if it's, if it's uh, labeled as a malt beverage. Yeah, this one says alcohol from sugar, so it doesn't necessarily say what kind of sugar. For the most part, yep. I would assume uh, glucose, so corn sugar or dextrose. Um. But some of the recipes that I've been reading online do say um, use cane sugar, which is sucrose, um, which is interesting. Like, I don't know if it really matters in uh, the way that, um, you know, these are being produced, but yeast generally prefers glucose over sucrose, right? Because sucrose is a, a glucose and a fructose fructose mm -hmm. together. So there's one extra step that the yeast has to go through to like break that down. Uh, before it'll want to eat it. Um, and so I, I wonder if that, you know, I doubt there's been any experiments ran like <laughs> as to like if it like impacts like the, the flavor or anything like that. But I I, I'm I'm always all about making that yeast happy. So if it has to go through less. Well, that's to eat that's it. the big thing. So so seltzer 
if you, if you look at the you know uh, recipes that you'll find online, it's going to be made with uh, almost any sugar will do. It's it's sucrose, dextrose, Brewer's crystal candy syrup. Uh, you can even do it with rice syrup um, and agave hmm. syrup. Uh, and and different breweries do that. That's why I'm curious. I I, I would almost guess that you're going to see um, you know like a rice dextrose uh, blend is probably going to be in the Bud Light or the the macros, but um, that said, those sugars don't have anything to make the yeast happy. They don't have any of those enzymes and uh, the other amino acids and things that you'll find in barley and malt. And uh, so putting the yeast in there and just giving it food isn't really going to do it justice. It's not going to uh, get super happy. So there is the side of it where you should come into um, playing with the nutrients more, um, you know, making sure that you have uh you know the 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 right um kind of um uh, ingredients there to make the yeast kick off and go because i did do it when i did mine my the first uh first iteration it, i didn't add any nutrients and it just kind of it stalled and sat there and i had to i had to like kick it and um browse <laughs> it and uh repitch you know and it was just that yeah. was just a mistake so uh, yeah well, because what is this stuff if not i mean basically just like a glucose wine i guess yeah. right i mean i mean it's just as much of a a drink like that as like a, a meat or a wine would and, and with both of those um like you mentioned you you really want to have like a you want to hit like a certain like yan yep. target right yeast assimilable nitrogen um and so uh in that i was doing a lot of like reading on this article and that article and um try to get different like points of view as to like how much nutrient is um you know good or needed or healthy or whatever and i think like for right around i believe so i, I took a lot of averages and i think it was um a starting gravity of right around like 1035 to 1038 was like pretty um like pretty average or like agreed upon um assuming that the the must or whatever was going to ferment down uh, bone dry and then around a hundred parts per million um yen and in pretty much however way you want to do it um so in like making wine or like mead on the homebrew scale at least i'm not sure what kind of stuff is available to like professional you know winemakers or, or mead makers but um we usually use like three different um uh, like nutrient additions on the on the regular there's firm k firm o and dap um so dap is diammonium phosphate um it's basically just like dead yeast cells it's <laughs> it's 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 inorganic nitrogen and that's pretty much it um from k is kind of that same stuff it's inorganic nitrogen but it also has some organic nitrogen as well and then like some micronutrients um and then firm o i think is mostly organic nitrogen and micronutrients as well. Like those amino acids, amino acids and things like you talked about earlier. Um, so I think like the, the consensus that I read is that you can pretty much use any of those and you'll be okay. But if you want to stick to just one, because I mean, some of that stuff can kind of be expensive depending on how yeah. you buy it. Uh, Firm K is generally the most well-rounded for seltzers at least um with, with just having nothing but water there you know with a 
with meads, the honey at least has a little bit of something. Um, usually yeah. mixed in uh, grapes being a, a, a um, like a crop product usually have more random like nutrients and stuff like that. Um, so firm K is the most well-rounded to use. Um, and there's calculators on th online. You think you can use like a, it's batchbuilder.com. Um, there's like a, a, a mead um, yan calculator there that you can use. And I don't see any reason why it would be any different um, to use that for, you know, hard seltzer or something like that than it would be for like mead. Um, and I can't imagine that 100 parts per million of Firm K is, is much at all. Um, you can probably buy a small package of Firm K and have that last you at least like five seltzers or something. I just had to check and see if, if uh, Beersmith had added a seltzer yet, and they have not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, water, sugar, yeast. And then when you get, you know, so you've got to, you've got, you don't have anything there to work with. You've got to give the yeast the building blocks they need to kick it in gear. Um, but one of the things, uh, you know, as brewers that we play with in our flavor profiles, yeast plays a large part into that. Uh, you know, different yeast offer different characteristics and uh, esters and phenols and things like that. And then with the seltzer, being that you just want water uh, with alcohol in it, you really want to go with those like neutral um you know, plain yeast, uh, say Phalo 5 or uh, Nikki D talked about, let me pull it up here, Cadillac Straits use turbo yeast, which is a big... Oh, that's cool. Super recommended online if you start Googling around about seltzers. They talk about uh, turbo yeast a lot. It's um, like a distiller's yeast. Yeah, <clears throat> and it'll tear through. That's actually, I, I kicked uh, well, I kicked mine back into gear with champagne yeast, which is similar. It's, it's just that um, kind of high... Uh, gravity tolerance, uh, you know, so you may not be going high, although that is one method to do it is to brew a higher, uh, you know, gravity seltzer and then water it back down to your, or deproof it, I guess, uh, down, but it's, it's an option. Um, your mom says, hi. <laughs> hi, Connie. Thanks for watching. Hi, mom. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Wow, I just lost it. I just lost it. Uh, where was I? Uh, you're talking about deproofing and uh, yeast. Yeast. So just use a neutral yeast. I use champagne yeast. Uh, you, you want a yeast that can, uh, you know, tear through it quickly. Uh, you don't want any off flavors. You don't want any, uh, but you also don't want any of those flavors that are imparted by yeast. You don't want to use a Saison yeast. Uh, I mean, you don't. I don't say you don't want to. You may want to. Do something. Uh, do, yeah, do yeah. it depends on the end goal, right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Um, I don't know. A saison seltzer might it be fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but generally, you just want water, right? You want water and alcohol, so you want this clean, uh, you know, Calio one, uh, Cefalo five. Uh, yeah. Turbo. One uh, a popular like a uh, strain that I was seeing too was a uh, uh, EC eleven eighteen, uh, which is a I, a wine yeast. I think it's yep. a wine yeast. The three seeds um, are good. I found out, read a lot about this Pathfinder line of yeast. I'd um, never seen it. I don't, I, never they heard don't of call it. it here in Kalamazoo, but um, lots of people were talking about uh, Pathfinder uh, having a TY48, which is uh, super pure, clean, uh, absolutely flavorless yeast, and it's really good in seltzers. And I think it's being used more on the um, larger scale. It might be mm -hmm. what some of the brewers are using. It's, uh, it's a BSG product. So, I mean, we just don't 
I don't typically see yeast from ESG. Maybe it's on like here. beer or something. Yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. And then yeah. one thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I, I laughed because m one of the notes that I made was seltzer is water, sugar, yeast, and flavor. And this, uh, I'm not gonna get that. No. I have to turn my thing off. <laughs> the breakwater, which is is uh, actually brewed and canned by Ordock up in uh, Marquette. But here now, let's see if I can get it. Their recipe right there. Water That's sugar. really funny. <laughs> water, sugar, yeast, and natural flavor. And Drew was saying that the Bud Light, I think that he was drinking, uh, listed cane sugar. Cane sugar. Um, yeah, I've seen uh, cane sugar as well. I've seen uh, Shorts is using beet sugar. Um, I think Atwater was using, yep, cane sugar. Uh, I think Perrin was using dextrose. Okay. So all over the all place. Over. Yeah. yeah. When I did mine, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, hopefully Jordan will jump on soon. I don't, I think he did something different. I did uh, eight pounds of dextrose and four gallons of water. Um, and Jordan deproofed, like, like you mentioned yeah. earlier, if I remember right. Um, yeah, I think he did. I actually think he used a different sugar too. And I think he, I think he did brew higher um, ABV base and then watered it down where I just did the full carboy um i started with uh so like i said say fail i think i used say fail oh five something okay. plain um and then i had to come back in because i didn't do need nutrients i had to come back in with champagne yeast and uh kick it in the in the butt and it, it worked did it take it, it down dry like a like oh, it, one yeah it took it down very very low and um just just above one one maybe oh 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 two oh two 102. Uh, I have to look at my notes, but the downside to it, and I think I got it off of the champagne yeast, is it left that kind of whiny aftertaste. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I've noticed it on some seltzers that I've drank uh, that have that. Uh, definitely not on like a White Claw or a Truly. You know, those are so clean, mass produced, filtered. Um, that's the other thing we'll get to, I'm sure later is filtering, but yeah, I, I was just going to bring that up when you, when you mentioned like the, the whiny taste, but we can, we can get back to that later. What do you, uh, did you back sweeten yours at all? So, I mean, we, we talked about, um, the yeast basically bringing this down to, to bone dry down to, you know, one, uh, you know, SG a little bit lower even because ethanol is, um, less, uh, less dense. Is it less dense or more dense than water? Less dense, right? Less dense. But uh, um, but yeah, like I'm drinking this truly right now. And uh, have you ever had those? Like, <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna say Dasani just because I used to use those a lot. But those like <laughs> flavor squeezins that you yeah. just like <laughs> sque squeeze into a water, and um, it's not like they're sweetened at all or anything like that. It's just like it's just like flavor, and that's kind of what this truly tastes like. Um, but I know there's uh, places that back sweeten um, seltzers too, and, and it, it kind of it depends on I guess what the goal of the <clears throat> the brewery is. Like, do you want super low carb seltzer, or do you want it like a little more palatable? Us as Americans, we like our sweet things. It's yep. just our palate. Um, I so I, i'm curious too, to try some of these i tried one of the uh odd side uh line last night and 
they specifically advertised, you know, zero carbs, zero sugar. Oh, okay. Um, but it still tasted very sweet. And I didn't read it, see if they had, you know, sweetened it with, um, you know, like a stevia or erythritol. Yeah, some other chemical <clears throat> agent. Um, but it did taste sweet. When I did mine, I just put lime juice, like fresh squeezed lime juice mm. and uh, and a small four ounce bottle of um, the BSG watermelon flavoring. So BSG does just cheap ass. I shouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do like a watered down flavoring, right? You can get super concentrated. Like Brian and I have been playing with these beers lately where we're using like drops of flavor in a keg. Uh, so you can get super concentrated flavors. You can get um, much better. BSGs are kind of, they're watered down. They're, they're four ounce okay. bottle. I, I think it's a four ounce bottle is meant to be for like a five ounce or a five gallon batch of beer. Um, but I threw a, a, a four ounce bottle of BSG watermelon in there and, uh, and like six or eight juice limes. And that sounds delicious. I, I, I tried that. I don't remember it because we were all, it was beer fast or beer yeah, camp. So yeah. I, don't, I don't remember anything I tasted. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember liking Jordan's better because I hmm. thought mine tasted whiny. Uh, Jordan's was peach. That's about all I can remember. I remember it was peach and I liked it better. Uh, whatever. I'm going to break into this uh, breakwater. I, I know. Just I just opened that truly. I, uh, <laughs> I've been laughing. Like I'm trying to mute myself. Uh, Shana was telling me even before the, the episode started, she's like, you're going to burp a lot. Like <laughs> you're just going to fucking belch. Like and <laughs> I'm trying to catch myself. <laughs> uh, this one's unique. This one's colored. So, so, Let's yeah. Start filtering then. Yeah. Well, Before. and and that, so I like uh, that you have one that's colored. I think that's super cool because, like, yep. um, breakwater. that's the breakwater one. Okay, I'll open that one next. Um, sweet. Yeah. So they're, they're probably using some sort of like flavor concentrate that's adding that color to it. Um, and I, I again, I guess it just boils down to whatever the the goal of the the brewer is. I mean, this truly is like legit crystal clear white like you can't fuck with it at all I, like there's it's just really really clear way more clear than the coffee one that had that yellow tint to it yeah um but i mean i don't particularly care like what color my seltzer is um i, I don't either i think of it almost like um pop i think it yeah i think it adds to it even like if i'm gonna drink a berry seltzer bring on the purple or whatever yeah. like that's fine so um, the the bigger producers truly white claw and even a lot of the, the craft breweries around here uh filter so you filter before you add flavor um filtering will take out what's left of the yeast will help take out some of those yeast um what are they brian phenols um <laughs> like um uh, like esters and esters. Phenols they, uh, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the yeast esters so filtering carbon filtering um you know membrane filtering will take a lot of that stuff out and then they flavor right uh you can't flavor before you filter you'll filter your flavor out right um as a home brewer you can do it uh you can get activated charcoal you know from uh actually like from the pet store you can get uh, uh small aquarium filters that that you can um, run your beer through. You can get a Brita water filter and, uh, you know, do something like that. Um, even some of those survivalist ones where it's like, you know, drawing it through or hand pumping it through 
a filter. You can do it. I just, it's a waste. Um, they make, um, on a homebrew scale, they're about 150 bucks. I think they're called like Buon Vita or something like that. Filters. It's a, it's a motorized filter. Um, that takes three different sizes of pads. There's like the the one that you mentioned, which is like the the coarse filter, I think first, mm -hmm. that uh, tends to get out like bigger solids and stuff like that. Like you don't want to filter something that has like a bunch of like fruit gunk in it. Like you're just right. gonna clog your shit up and like it's gonna explode and spray everywhere probably. Um, but it'll take like small particulate out. And then I think you can do like a polishing filter, yep. which just, I think that goes down to like 10 micron or something like that. And then you go down to like a sterilizing filter um, if you wanted to even, which is like 0.5 microns or something like that. Um, and at that point, you'll actually start removing the yeast from the seltzer. So if you wanted to back sweeten, you can back sweeten without stabilizing because oh, yeast is, is, right. is like removed. Um, I there, I mean, you can't probably guarantee that it's all through there, but I mean, it probably Enough, will break right. that size. Yeah. Especially if you're kegging and stuff like there's, there's just not going to be enough left to accomplish much of anything. You know, I, but I, you know, from a homebrew standpoint, from a five gallon, 10 gallon batch size, yeah, yeah. who gives a shit, you know, <laughs> honestly, maybe that's your thing though. We, I mean, we I were, uh, but, yeah the batches that we were serving, you know, we took that to homebrew fest uh, and, and you're, you're, you're making, they looked as clear as this, right? You're serving, well, you're serving three ounce pours. So, you know, you've got very little liquid in there. You don't have enough density to even notice the color. Yeah. When I came home and poured a pint glass of it, you could see a yellow tinge, but who cares? Uh, and by the way, I want to call this out. Jason Glatz, my good buddy. If you think that it tasted or reminded you of zebra or green zebra, I appreciate you, man. I thought it was shit. But. Are you a green zebra fan? <laughs> I green zebra is solid. It's fine. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. You know, for him to say that, I take that as a compliment, man. That's. Does he mean it tasted sour too? Uh, it, it, it could have. And I, well, I mean, I, I put fresh lime juice in there. I was going for that tart, uh, tart lime. But anyway, I, I do know when uh, ArcLight brewed theirs, I, I, I know Ed filters hit, filtered his. Mm. I laughed at it. I was like, why? <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm with you. Like, add color. Like, yeah. Uh, for, so for a home brewer, I mean, if you're into it and, and you know, and, and, and you like the, the science aspect of it, um, then by all means, you know. Did you do that? Work on a filter. Did I what? Oh. Is Jordan on? Science time with Professor Brian popped back up for a second. Oh, really? Amazing. So anyway, uh, let's drink some more seltzer. Yeah, dude. Um, so, I mean, if you're going to treat it like wine and stuff too, and like mead, like there's other stuff that you can do um, that homebrewers do with all of that other stuff in order to clear it up a little bit faster. Like even without filtering, you can probably turn around a super clear seltzer in a couple weeks um, crash your shit crash your shit but you can use bentonite in yeah. it yeah um that's a big wine thing and you can just pitch bentonite in when you uh mix everything up you don't even need to like rehydrate or anything like that just throw that shit into primary um that'll help start the the clarifying process like ever after everything's like and all so you mentioned it I, and back when i did mine i really was ignorant on it but i still 
I still use my finding agents just in case, you know, there was something the the yeast bound to. So I did. I I when I boiled my water, I threw oral flock in just for shits and giggles. Why not? Like, yeah. It couldn't hurt. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. You know, I know there's no proteins for it to bind to, but I thought, <laughs> fuck it. Well, you did you use RO water? Or did you use your well water? I always use my well water. Yeah. So your well water is like a really yeah, nice, yeah. interesting taste to it too. So, um. A lot of people say use RO water uh, for your your seltzers, and I feel like that's because most of us brew with city water, which right. you know is chlorinated and you know fixed or whatever. You if if you brew with well water like Drew and you and and probably some others like if that water tastes like good like that'll give your seltzer probably a little extra. I don't know. The water is why taste, my water right? is why yeah. I brew the beer as good as I brew. But that said, uh, you know, seltzer waters, mineral waters, or I'm sorry, I just one step too far. Seltzer waters or club sodas or, or whatever are typically made with mineral water. So if you are going to build a water profile, uh, and they actually do like at, uh, Northern Brewer sells just mineral water packs for seltzer. Really? Yeah. That, you know, have, you know, so much magnesium, um, what is it? Baking soda. There's the, the, the other things in there to kind of just put that in a five gallon batch and make a mineral water. If you're going to use RO, that's something I didn't even think of. Um, is yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Traditionally those, those seltzers, club sodas, they have a, a harder, um, edge and even the higher end ones, you know, like you get into Pier, uh, Perrier, Perrier, fuck you. Perrier. <laughs> Perrier. Thank you. Um, or some of the better, you know, uh, club sodas, are going to be now I'm burping. Are going Have to be you uh, that mineral base? This is this is only slightly off topic, but it's still on the topic of water. <clears throat> Have you watched that new show with Zach Efron on uh, on Netflix? The uh, um, it's like, <laughs> gosh, what is it? Uh, about like the planet Earth, and, like sustainability and stuff like that. No, um, no. So there was one episode where they did like a down to earth. Um, they did a lot of um, talking on water, right? And so there is actually one guy in someplace in what I think it was California, maybe because of course California. But uh, he's a he's like the one and only water sommelier, like in the world. Oh, I've seen. So <laughs> he actually has started a water sommelier school now, and there's really um, yeah. Okay. I, I I actually watched the whole documentary on that guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was like, it was super interesting because I'd never heard of that before, but like some of the water that they were drinking, um, like I have, I have a TDS meter that I use for my water at home because I make my own RO water and I need to know roughly when I should change my filters out and shit. Um, but so like my water comes out maybe at like 25 parts per million, like whatever, you know, um, some of the shit that they were drinking was like upwards of 4,000, like in terms of like all the minerals and stuff in it. But like, it's at that point in time, you're, you're, you're not even drinking water. Like you're drinking like some water-based concoction. That's like, but it's so cool. Like, and and if you were to make a seltzer out of something like that, like it would be so unique too. Right. Like, so I just coming back to that. Yeah. No, I agree. You have cool fucking water, like do cool shit with it. If you could, I don't know, if you could, if you could get, uh, uh, 
five gallons or eight, well, you'd need nine, eight to nine gallons. Well, if you're brewing a beer, but anyway, if you, if you get your hands on, you know, five gallons of like Fiji water or, or Perrier or, or whatever, it would be interesting to brew and see what effect that had on there. And I know, you know, you can probably find the profile out there somewhere. And there are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and probably be a lot cheaper, but yeah, uh, just find yourself someplace out in the country with a kick-ass well and, uh, uh, and go to town. If, once I move, I told you, when, when I move, my brewing is going to shit. You need to just buy a, uh, like a empty septic tank or something and just like pump that shit full, like a bring it with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I gotta go somewhere else next. Uh, Short soft parade. So I, I will say when I was at Megabev and Amy and I were buying this stuff, the, the guy at the counter was literally gushing over odd side seltzer. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. And um, I had their pink lemonade uh, last night and I've got fuzzy navel. What, what did you pick up at odd side? I didn't. Uh, I was at the Oakland Megabev and they okay. just didn't have any of that selection. Uh, yeah. So West Bain. West Bain. Yeah. 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 So last night I was drinking with John Sutton, who you know used to work with Imperial Beverage, and he knows the distributor, the guy, the the rep for Oddside. He was literally texting him to try to get him to be our special guest on the show tonight to talk about seltzers because the guy kind of helped drive Oddside their seltzers. Uh, now I have to. I'm gonna go. So a peach orange, a fuzzy navel, Oddside hard seltzer. And John, if you're watching and you get that guy on the phone, let me know. I mean, it's not like, and we've done two, uh, two cider episodes now, sort of like almost in a row. So whatever. Well, no, I told, um, another guy that watches their show, uh, and, and was on uh, a few episodes back. Um, uh, Paul Phipps, um, from living mm -hmm. social brew club. Mm -hmm. He messaged me earlier. Uh, there's a guy that just put out a, a hard seltzer book. Literally, I think it hit, Amazon today. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen that. Uh, uh, Colby was his name. I've got the message anyway. Anyway, he's like, yeah, messaging me. I'm sure he'll be on the show, and I think we wait. Um, Colby, Chris Colby. Um, I know we're talking about all this bullshit, and he's he's come on the show and like like the like Andrew Blake right. and, and so, just be like, this is how it is. Yeah. That's why I said, you know, this is our new thing. You know, so we 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 bumblefuck through a cider episode. <laughs> a few weeks later, we get Andrew Blake on to you know set the record straight, which was I by far like one of my favorite episodes. I, yeah, so, which yeah, if if you guys watching did not watch last week's episode, like, Andrew was awesome. Oh my god, like it was so fun. Uh, I. Like like hard seltzer and and cider and maybe even like mead making so like I I know enough to you know make a product, but these people are just like on another level like and it's so cool to listen to them talk yeah yeah so I think you know now we have this which I so first off we're doing much better with seltzers than we did with Scott Jails that was the worst <laughs> episode ever I, so. I like your little mini history at the beginning though that was good I did not so, uh, so. really research that kudos to you and I for actually caring about seltzers more than we do about scotch ale. Uh, by the way, that scotch ale episode was a fucking cluster and it was what last minute. Just, we need to do something. <laughs> We're so super anyway, organized behind the scenes. Anyway, uh, uh, was wondering. <laughs> so we'll jump forward in a couple of weeks. We'll get uh, Colby, Chris Colby or somebody else that really knows what they're talking about on. And this will be our thing. We'll have, um, an episode about a style that, that we think we're intelligent on. And then we'll find an expert to come in a few weeks later and tell us how it really is. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Anybody know any uh, Scotch beer experts? No, that ship sailed. It's dead. That one's dead. <laughs> any, we've done IPAs and stouts and porters and shit too, right? So. But, yeah, but you and I have enough hardware. I'm yeah, yeah, we're, we're the experts there. It's fine. <laughs> so, Brandon, tell me. Pop that up there. What's that from Brandon? Mm-hmm. Tell me how you like the outside seltzer. Oh, lime watermelon. So that's the flavor of seltzer that I tried to brew uh, for Homebrew Fest last year. So, all right, Brandon. Um, so I had pink lemonade last night, and it tasted like raspberry lemonade. Like it, it did what it was supposed to do. So today this is uh, fuzzy navel, so orange peach. Nice. That makes me want to touch on something that I thought about earlier too. Um, and it, go, it goes back to yeast health a little bit. Um, and it's something that I don't think we mentioned is pH. Oh, yeah. Um, so one thing that I caught that I don't see on all of the hard seltzer recipes is that a lot of people that are like making the good seltzers and like are, you know, at least like pseudo passionate about it, they pre-acidify their water. Um down to somewhere between like 4.8 and 5.2 pH. Um, Cause that's kind of like where the yeast are sort of like happy at like, and, and yeast are really good at like buffering uh, anyway, like they'll get their pH down to like where they're happy. Um, but again, it's all about like that, that yeast health, right? Like if you can make them happy to start with and they don't have to work so hard to do what they need to do and they can focus on making things delicious. So, so the, the BSG hard seltzer fact recipe, FAQ, or uh fact fact i don't know i just said that I, I, Fuck. <laughs> um their hard seltzer faq recommends adjusting with acid for flavor and for reducing the ph to help with microbial stability yep yep but it doesn't say what ph <laughs> range 4.8 to 5.2 mark mark it down. i mean if 5.2 is the is the ph of whatever you beer beer should be so yeah i guess mm -hmm. if you can get under 5.2 then you're in the right but uh yeah it doesn't say it does it just it does not it's funny you mentioned it. it does mention adding acid um as to what kind of acid um i actually saw citric listed more than anything else uh, like more because than lactic citric such a new neutral flavor right lactic yeah. Yeah. you know it just it's funny with having the conversation with Sut last night about I forget what beer he was brewing but he was like yeah I'm gonna, I, and I know he just built he just brewed a seltzer he used a seltzer kit but he was talking about uh, adding acid uh, pre-acidification to um, before pitching for kettle souring to help avoid yeah bad yeah. shit right yeah and uh, but he kept saying he said citric acid a couple of times and I'm like no you mean lactic acid right but in this case Sut he would use citric acid yeah. Because you don't want kind of the funk from the, la the lactic acid, right? You want that clean um, tartness. You know, citric acid is just uh, almost lemon tart, right? Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's the. Uh, is that the stuff that they use on like warheads, or is that like yes. malic acid? Is, is it citric? No. Uh, it's citric and. Malik, I think no. So I made some. I made sour candy, and it was all. I was like modeling after Warheads, and it was all citric. But the problem with just using P 
pure citric acid and candy is citric acid burns very low. Yeah, yeah, so okay. sugar, you know, hard, hard crack sugar phase is 300 to 320. Okay. Citric acid burns at like 240. So you really got to cool your candy down before you start implementing the citric, citric, citric but uh, yeah, citric acid is warheads. Cool. And then Brandon said phosphoric, which uh, I know I know a couple of breweries use uh, phosphoric too because again, it's much more clean than a lactic acid is. Some people are just like sensitive to that lactic acid taste. Um, it's generally just you have to use a lot more of it, um, like volume wise, in order to acidify. So I just just the first off the odd side fuzzy navel seltzer smells amazing. And the fuzzy navel is what? It's peach something? Peach and orange is what it's supposed okay. to be. Smells amazing. Uh, all I get is peach, though. I get, I get like, green peach. Biting into a peach that should have sat and ripened more. But other than that, it's, it's pretty fun good. Brandon, Brandon's coming at me. He says he used 80, 85%. So it's 85%. probably just, just the same as lactic at that point, probably. Yeah, what do we typically get with lactic is 70%? 88, I think. Oh, you're right. 88. 88. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Brandon, have you done a seltzer? We'll get a second. There's a 30 second lag. Yeah, something like that. I kind of want to like actually do one now. Like I'm drinking these and like, I know I started this episode being like, Oh, it's not my, it's not my jam. And now I'm sitting here. Like, I don't feel full. Like I got a nice little buzz on. I feel well hydrated. I don't, I tell you, I don't want to go through eight cans of this shit. <laughs> you know, your cider episode, man, it was, uh, you're doing pretty good there. So I was going to call that out too. So Blake's, uh, you know, we talked about, I started the show last week with a light cider, which you did not have, right? I did not, no. And that was Blake's answer to seltzers, was just a really light body, low calorie, uh, 5%, 100 calories a can uh, cider. And it was so damn tasty. Uh, and I really appreciate them for not kind of jumping on the cider or seltzer bandwagon. And I've only had three. Uh, <laughs> just doing what they do, but except with, you know, apple juice or whatever, right? Like, but a, yeah, yeah, whatever. but it really was as close as you can get to seltzer and still be cider. And it was, it was super tasty. Um, not saying it's a bandwagon, you know, a lot of these, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock any of these breweries a lot. I'm friends with a, a several brewery owners and I understand, uh, you know, you got to make money and I would expect anybody that's, you know, owns their own brewery and is, is trying to get by to, to jump on whatever you can. You know, I've, I, I give Ed all kinds of shit at Arclight for doing <laughs> slushies and, uh, coffee. Like he, he came to market with, uh, the, the hard coffee months before PVR hit the market in Michigan, yep. you know? Yep. And, and the same with seltzers. So I don't begrudge anybody from hitting seltzers, but you know, for those like Blake's that are a cidery, sticking with the cidery that's awesome um and and then you have those like bells that are just hardcore breweries that i think larry has said you will never do <laughs> so well he makes enough money not having right, to do right. seltzer, so it's like whatever 
I think that's what's so great about being like a home brewer too is like we don't have to you know we're not at the whim of trying no i jumped, <laughs> I, I jumped on it you know last year when i when we went to homebrew fest it's, it's fun to jump on a trend it's not life altering right your, I, your your business doesn't depend on it my goal at homebrew fest that last year or the, the last year that we went was to do like this hipster trend bar one day you know we had we had the seltzers we had the brood yeah, ipas we yeah. had we had the glitter beers um Hell, we had a fucking meat beer too, but thankfully that is a trend that has not hit stride yet. Sorry, Ron. You found some of that uh, earlier this week, didn't you? I dumped it out. (laughs) I know he's going to watch this if he's not watching that already. You're an asshole. I don't don't know if one-year-old meat beer is something that anybody needs to try, so... He's probably fine with it too. (laughs) Kielbasa, cocoa nims, and Oreo cookies. uh, In a KOC. And it smelled like when I was dumping it out, I was like, huh, it actually smelled all right. (laughs) No, I did not try it before I dumped it. (laughs) Fuck that shit. Uh, But you said it smelled okay. It smelled okay as I'm dumping it out. Like, I, I would be. Even if it smelled okay, like I, I think that's probably the right idea. I would be skeptical. At, like, I mean, it's it's like it can, it can go rancid and shit, right? Like, it yeah. it can, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why when we that's why when we make a uh, juice someday, which I will do, I've got it, the it will be a, it will it. be a fresh. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Uh, it will be drink fresh. <laughs> It, does, do, do people know about odd juice? I've told people about odd juice before. This I is we've this talked is, about it on the show. This was my like my my passion idea, my passion project. I one point our like, our passion project. Oh, dude, I came up with it, and then I invited you into my my life. <laughs> I'm like I'm like listen, I'm like listen. I was making all these New I, England IPAs, right? I feel like I feel like I can, I helped I helped get a you did the, you did the, you brought the, you the brought it, you brought in like the MSG, yeah, which I think is a great idea. <laughs> great idea <laughs> so so uh the name of the beer it's it's going to be a meat new england ipa somehow and it's going to be called ah uh, juice as in like a jus but juice because you know it's a new england ipa but it's also like meat so it's like the perfect blend of of two worlds that never needed to meet uh no pun intended and yeah, <laughs> we so, talked but, about all we can on Celsius, man. It's all about fucking like. But but so no, I want I want I want I want odd juice roast beef. That's where the MSG soy sauce that umami, and then some just bright citrus. You know, New England, uh, but, Julius type. Imagine like a lamb kebab that's absolutely smothered with lemon and lime juice. That's yeah. kind of what I'm imagining, or something like, yeah. Except in a beer. In a beer. And and and, and I don't know. <laughs> I want it to happen. So so it will happen. Uh, so let's make this. Let's make this on stream before next year's beer camp. Yep. Beer camp 2021. Uh, it will be a, a special tapping at yeah. keepers of craft bar. Yeah. Whoever did the, the bean and garlic uh, bean soup fucking shit. 
We're coming for you. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. But yeah, I don't know if I have anything left to say on like, uh, unlike Seltzers. Um, oh, you know what? I do. I do have something left to say on Seltzers. Uh, uh, it's actually kind of a big thing because we're home brewers. Um, we don't have to brew seltzers, right? <laughs> we and and it's this is totally legitimate. Like, by all means, do this, and it's uh, absolutely delicious. Take some vodka or something That's and just, right. just pour it into water by volume and make yourself a five percent like drink. If you have um, uh, if you have a keg, if you have CO two in kegs at home. Uh, absolutely uh like four gallons of fucking water and a big old bottle of costco vodka and whatever flavor you want and you've got your own goddamn seltzer you don't have to fuck with yeast uh yeah no. yeah absolutely um and, and i've had a couple of people that and the taste is different it is like it's crazy that it's different because it's all sort of just ethanol but like the vodka right it, in itself has its own flavor um and so it does add its own sort of i don't know vodka e ethanol flavor but like when it's diluted so much yeah like if you were to try it side by side with you know something that was fermented i guarantee you, you would taste a difference especially if you're not filtering because like you mentioned earlier the yeast are going to i mean you're going to have those like you know esters and poly or uh, esters and phenols and shit like that um in suspension still but like whether one's better than the other, I mean, no, whatever. One's definitely easier to make than the other. But to go back to what you said, breweries cannot do that. But breweries cannot do that. It's, yeah. it's a spirit. They're not allowed to sell it um, unless they have you know, a spirit license. Um, there are some areas, uh, there are some, some tap rooms I know of in our area in, in southwest Michigan that, that do it, that serve it, and actually sell it to go in crawlers. Um, but it is definitely a, a spirits-based drink. Uh, get your vodka, get you some Loran's oils or some oh, man, whatever man. whatever flavoring you want and uh, throw it in a keg and call it good. I, there's a, oh, Nick, you would probably know. I, I want to say it's like Ann Arbor or Lab or, or whatever. There's a brewery or a homebrew club that always, every year they always put like Moscow mules on tap mm -hmm. and they're at homebrew fest and they're fucking amazing. You know, so that's another thing. If if you're a home brewer with a homebrew bar or the kegerator, you don't always have to have beer in that keg. Um, you can do whatever the hell you want. And uh, making up five gallons of Moscow Mule or four gallons uh, or whatever your favorite cocktail is or a Long Island base, um, you know, may go a long ways to making your wife happy or, or your husband happy or whoever's not the beer drinker in the house. Make me happy. I am a beer drinker. Or, That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm a beer drinker. And <laughs> I, I'm a beer drinker who just put a bar in his basement. And I've not, my beer consumption has gone way down. And now one day we're going to have to do like a live show from the new bar or something. And like, <laughs> soon. Soon. Uh, I think, yeah, it's gin and tonic on tap. Absolutely. With all the fucking limes. Uh, I actually think Amy's down there watching on, on the big screen. No, I'm going to do a. Once we get some furniture down there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing the shows from the basement. That'll be cool, man. That'll look really nice. So I only made it through four. You're uh, you're one ahead of me. I'm just about to finish my. Oh third. no, three, 
three. I can't count. I'm drunk enough. Oh. I can't count. I've only made it through. Hold on. We're on tap then. Or... Do you want to take us to the bar? I mean, I feel like I should still drink. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know who's going to follow us. I don't care. Like, I I think we've said all there is to say on 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 seltzer let's recap because i think i think it's good to end on like a recipe so take aro water or some delicious water if you have a well come out to my house if you need to come out to jason's house uh add some sort of sugar either sucrose or glucose so dextrose corn sugar or cane sugar to like 10 35 10 38 something like that um Get some yeast that's clean. USO5, EC1118, uh, Turbo. Uh, turbo. Um, start that stuff in some gopher. I don't think we talked about that. You did. Um, did we? Good. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I got, uh, <laughs> you, you, you went through it. So uh, use some gopher, get that stuff uh, prepped up a little <clears throat> bit, uh, dump it in. Um, Target 100 parts per million yen, do like 50 on 24 hours, 50 at 48 hours, then let it go. Um, then, you know, oh, uh, pre acidify, right? Uh, pre acidify the water down to like 4.8 to 5.2 before you pitch that yeast. Uh, toss in some betonite. Uh, just follow the instructions on the packet. Um, after it's all fermented out, shit. I mean, that should only take probably like five days or something would be my guess. Um, maybe like seven or something like that. Um, either add some like super clear or something, which is like a wine slash mead like um, clarifying agent. It's like two different types of. Um, I can't remember exactly what super clear contain one one's a positively charged and one's a negatively charged like component they're both like hang on yeah i can't remember they're they're non <laughs> they're not um they're not vegan friendly if i remember right like at least one of them is a fish product like gelatin so yeah. just keep that in mind yep um filter if you have a filter um otherwise cold crash and then keg that cold shit, crash your shit and if that doesn't work vodka and water buddy yeah, I uh, I think that you can even like do it straight up and not add flavorings, and then just buy little like flavor squeezins and add that like on a per serving basis in your glass. Oh yeah, like that way you're not even stuck with one flavor. <sighs> did we share thoughts on firm temps? No, we did not, Jake. Good call, but I would say normal firm temps. We it depends on the yeast that you're using and what's happy there. Um, I did like a, a normal 70 degree, uh, with what I use. I don't know what turbo's happy at. Um, I know from the, so I focused on EC 1118 because I saw that so much and, uh, anywhere from 68 to 75, um, is, is pretty standard. Yep. So, which is pretty standard, like AL times, maybe just a touch high, but, um, I don't know. Presidential Bruins in the house. That's what that's what we do. I'm not sure exactly what that was in um, in response to. Moving to the shorts. Fuck yeah. Soft raid. 
Uh, and after this, I am going to the bar because Brandon's going to the bar. Jake, you should come to the bar. This is uh, yeah, this um, is this is super clear. Super clear, right? Yeah. So you had so, one, and then um, I think it's somewhere between two hours and forty or two hours and twenty-four hours. You had the other. You give it three, four days. That shit clears up so fast; it's crazy. I use that in all my meads. It's like awesome. <laughs> Hi, Kaylee. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. So, uh, speaking about shows and and joining us, thank you for joining us. Um, we uh, I don't have anything to uh, like hard announce for next week's show. Um, I, I will say in September we will have another homebrew club on. Uh, for our homebrew episode, if you remember, we 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 kind of planned our flag on the ground uh, five or six episodes back. So we're going to try to do a brewery, a homebrew club, and a style a month. That was three shows. Uh, we were hoping to fit in a homebrew club meeting um, on the off, but those have been canceled for COVID. So we're fitting in four or four or five shows a month. Um, I do have a couple of breweries coming up. Nobody I want to name yet, but we are. I am actively talking to. Uh, a couple of different breweries from all over the state. Cool. Um, I, now that I know somebody here, I'm <laughs> sorry. In case you saw that, Ellie, uh, I'll be reaching out. But uh, we'll have some more breweries. We'll have another homebrew club on. Um, we don't really have an idea for the next style. So for those four or five of you that actually pay attention to the style shows, <laughs> if you have a style that you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, and then, again, they're, they're, uh... and then Kaylee, if you guys just want to come on and talk again, because you were such a great show, then fuck it. <laughs> I'm they, going they, to they brew the hard seltzer and then do the flavor shots. That's right. I'm going to post this in chat. So if you guys want to hang out after the fact. Do you verify that that's still a thing and <laughs> open? I have not been on that in like months. I'm going to fucking check it out right now. <laughs> The guy that made that's like okay. it's probably just like a redirect to like a Zoom fucking thing, so I can't imagine. Open Zoom meetings. Money. Perfect. He's paying fifteen bucks a month for it. Yeah. And computer audio. I'm in the bar right now, all by myself. Beautiful. All right, I'll be in in a sec, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in our house. That's all our uh, all heart right. seltzer come, come, <laughs> episode. Come join um, us in the bar. Please make some. Please share it with us. Let us know. And uh, right. we'll catch you in a week. So, cool. see you.